you know, the first step in solving a problem is knowing the problem is there. And I think this basically lifted the curtain on a problem that has to happen. Um, if you try to hide something, it's just going to get worse. I'm Melanie Peters for N Equals One, a podcast about science and discovery at UC San Diego. And I'm Heather Bushman. In each episode, we bring you the story of one project, one discovery, or one scientist. Today on N Equals One, we're really talking about one country, Nicaragua, and more specifically, how that country has responded, or more accurately, not responded, to the COVID-19 pandemic. I spoke with researchers here at the Skag School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences at UC San Diego and in Nicaragua about a new study they conducted that, despite political risk to researchers and participants, provides the first glimpse of the pandemic effect on healthcare workers in Nicaragua, a country where, I've learned, secrecy reigns. Did you say for the first time, like they had no data on how healthcare workers in Nicaragua have been affected by COVID before this? I know, surprising, right? I, I mean, we have been living the COVID pandemic for more than a year now here in the United States and in California. And I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I've just taken it for granted how lucky we are to be not only in this living in this area, but we work at UC San Diego Health, a major academic medical system. And, you know, from the beginning, we have been so on top of making sure our healthcare workers have PPE, the personal protective equipment, like masks, gowns. I mean, do you remember early, you know, a year ago, um, what, March, April, May, 2020, how we were obsessed with making sure healthcare workers have PPE. Um, yeah. And I, I'm also thinking about just even uh, like the images from Italy and Spain with the nightly uh, cla everyone out on their balcony clapping for healthcare workers. I mean, mm -hmm. healthcare workers have just been on top of mind, I thought, for everybody around the world for the past year. Yeah. And here at UC San Diego Health, we, uh, from early on, we're making sure healthcare workers have, I mean, they have paid, paid sick leave if they need it, but also just the mental health support to prevent burnout. Early on, we were even providing them with accommodations should they feel unsafe going home to their families after working in the hospital. Just, you know, those early days where there were so many unknowns and we didn't know what the risks really were, everything, we were still figuring everything out, but we were really taking care of our, our healthcare workers. And now as employees, we have very frequent, easy, free testing available to us all the time. Um, and now vaccines as well being rolled out first to our healthcare workers. They were the first, first ones countrywide to be eligible to receive the COVID vaccines. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, the, our healthcare workers talking about having to go home you know, stand in their garage, strip their clothes off before they walk into the house. I mean, so many stories like that. And like you were saying how our staff from the beginning, we were doing everything we could to make sure because we can't take care of patients if our healthcare workers are not taken care of as well. So this is, right. this fact is just astounding to me right now. Right. So, but clearly we we're one of the exceptions. And I take it this isn't the experience with healthcare workers in Nicaragua. Unfortunately, no. And to set the socio-political context for this 
particular study in Nicaragua, here's Dr. Richard Feinberg. He's professor in the School of Global Policy and Strategy at UC San Diego. The Ortega government over the years, he came to power in 2007. Over the years, he's become increasingly authoritarian, uh, increasingly non-transparent. Uh, increasingly, he and his wife, uh, Rosario Murillo, who's also his vice president, and she's in charge of his communications network or strategies, create their own alternative realities. And his, the, the alternative reality around, uh, and part of that alternative, intern, uh, alternate reality is everything's fine in Nicaragua. And the government's on top of everything and no one has to worry about anything. This comes in the aftermath of a major popular uprising in May of 2018, uh, which the government was unable to control. And in the end, uh, they suppressed it by gunfire, uh, murdered several hundred people in the streets. And uh, ever since then, they've tried to show that everything is back to normal, where, whereas it's obvious that everything is not back to normal. Even before COVID, for example, the economy had declined precipitously. So when COVID came along, I think they, they applied their basic modus operandi, which is, there's no real problem here. Everything is normal. And they didn't publish much in the way of statistics. People could see uh, with their own eyes that their friends and relatives were getting ill. Some would go to a hospital and just not come out. Wow. So the Nicaraguan government just pretends nothing's wrong and actively suppresses anything to the contrary. Yeah, exactly. And I also exchanged emails with Dr. Jorge Huerta Perez. He's Senior Vice President and Director of the Molecular Biology Center at the University of Central America in Nicaragua. He told me it's been so surreal to live in Nicaragua during this pandemic because they can they hear about all the COVID cases and deaths in other countries and the responses they've taken, such as shelter-in-place orders and mask mandates. And then meanwhile, in his own country, the government says, oh, that's only a problem for foreign people. And they just go about business as usual, even holding events with large crowds. I mean, I'm gobsmacked. (laughs) (laughs) How did UC San Diego get involved? Well, it turns out that Dr. Juana Perez is an old friend of Dr. James McCarrow, dean of our Skag School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences. So um, in Nicaragua, in particular, the head of the Molecular Biology Institute there, Dr. Jorge Huete, um, had been, oh, what, but like 20 years ago, he worked with our team in in a laboratory in San Francisco. And his original work um, was actually on one of the diseases that we were interested in, which is called Chagas disease. It's the leading cause of heart disease in Central America. And, and, you know, obviously a significant medical problem in his native Nicaragua. And so that was our original connection. And then more recently, he made me aware of the fact that as COVID-19 became a pandemic, the statistics of infection, particularly for healthcare workers in Nicaragua, was not being publicized. And so I thought that was something that needed to be done. So I lent my support to his trying to get that data. So what was it like getting this study off the ground? Well, 
Dr. Huerta Perez told me some truly disturbing stories of things that happened during the course of this study, things that we couldn't imagine here in this country. Uh, and remember, they're just trying to test healthcare workers for COVID and report their findings. You know, how many healthcare workers have COVID? It sounds right. so simple. Um, but first, they had trouble getting people to even participate in this study, and probably for good reason, because they feared they might lose their jobs for participating. Wow. And, and that's because of a lot of stories like one of the co-authors on this study of theirs was fired for criticizing the government's handling of the pandemic. And then a collaborator in the study uh, who was at a hospital to collect some of the saliva samples to be tested uh, was followed by a security guard for about 15 minutes before she ended up ducking out the back door to escape. And in that hospital, the, the doctor collaborating there said he didn't want to participate anymore after that. And, um, you know, there was also a questionnaire that was part of this study. So um, everyone was tested. And then they also answered some questions just to track kind of their demographics like age, uh, gender, uh, what kind of uh, job function they perform, if they have any underlying health conditions. Um, and so the researchers made a point of making the questionnaire as short as possible so, so participants could feel more comfortable participating, knowing that they could complete it quickly. I mean, I don't mean to be flippant, but it sounds, it's like reading a spy novel. I, I know, I know. Well, just how bad is the COVID situation among healthcare workers in Nicaragua? Right. So in the end, more than 400 physicians, nurses, and medical assistants working in Nicaragua participated. And, and here's what they found. Approximately 30% of participants had been infected with the coronavirus and nearly 55% of those, so more than half who tested positive were asymptomatic and still treating patients. Oh no. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So they're asymptomatic. They don't know that they have COVID because they're not being tested for it. And so they continue doing their jobs. And, you know, ultimately that puts the other people at risk because they don't have this information. Uh, and then another part of the thing that emerges, it's not just older folks. Half of the healthcare workers who tested positive were under age 40. Here's Dr. McCarrow's thoughts on these results. Um, well, I'd say the only thing that surprised me, didn't surprise me that much, it surprised me how bad the situation was. I mean, I knew that a lot of healthcare workers were probably infected. I mean, we see that here in, in this, we see it. Um, but, you know, once it was recognized that this was a problem, everybody jumped on it. They made sure everybody had protective equipment. They made sure that people got the right drugs. They made sure that people were tested on a regular basis, okay? That hadn't happened in Nicaragua. To Dr. Huerta Perez, the biggest shocker was that many doctors are unaware they are infected and still treating patients without appropriate PPE. And to him, that is unacceptable. Well, is this public information now? Yeah, yeah. So they published this, the results of this research in uh, PLOS One, um, PLOS, that's Public Library of Science. It, it's an open access journal, so anyone can find the data online now. So now what? Well, now it's going to be a lot harder to ignore the facts. So Dr. Huerta Perez says the study highlights the urgent need to implement policies to better protect Nicaragua's health care workers. It, and it's his belief that vaccines, if and when they become available in Nicaragua, should initially be prioritized to healthcare workers, just like it, they are in this country. 
for Dr. McCaro. And the bottom line is not expect not unexpectedly, it's a terrible situation. To me, the cat is out of the bag, and I would really like to see more effort going into how to control it. Perhaps it's vaccination, perhaps it's just recognition that this is a problem and making sure that there's adequate personal protective equipment, PPE for, for people. Um, if the government cannot afford to do this, perhaps there are other sources that could step up and provide this. But until there's recognition that there's a problem, nothing can be done to solve the problem. And that's where we stand. What's also interesting to me is that this isn't just a case of a country that is ignoring the problem because they don't have the resources to do anything about it. Here's Dr. Feinberg again, our Latin America expert. Uh, you know, there are some poorer countries that have done better mm. uh, with good direction, good leadership. Uh, you know, a government willing to recognize, yes, the pandemic is something serious and we do have to take some public health measures uh, and we can try to support the population as best as we can to weather that storm. Uh, the Nicaraguan government under Ortega chose not to take that responsible path, rather a policy of denial, pretending that, well, there is no real problem here. But as Dr. McCarroll says, you know, the first step in solving a problem is knowing the problem is there. And I think this basically lifted the curtain on a problem that has to happen. Um, if you try to hide something, it's just going to be worse. Thanks for joining me, Heather, to share this important study. This has been enlightening, to say the least. Thank you, and see you soon. That's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us on N equals 1. You can find more episodes at health.ucsd.edu forward slash podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.